What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you, good morning. It's Wednesday, January 17th, and it is 24 degrees outside, which is sort of where I am, because I'm in the car. I had a really late night last night, up doing late night things, which means I had a slow start to the morning. Such a slow start, in fact, that I didn't go about my normal routine, which means I also didn't get to record this podcast in the way that I normally would. In the spirit of honesty and what this podcast is about, I spiral a little bit, and by the grace of my loving partner, I'm going out to run errands. So we're in the car. And as if you're following along episode by episode, as you know, it's the first snowfall of the year, and it's the first time I'm really going out during the day since the snow, so I get to see the town covered in snow, which is kind of dope. It's always funny because you can tell when someone hasn't left their house in a couple days because they're driving around with like giant piles of snow on their car and the like the snow chunks are just flying off and probably very haphazard and dangerous manner. Why do we not have more snow tools for especially people who can't reach the tops of their cars to get the snow off the top of their car? Doesn't that make sense? Also, it's a little embarrassing. Maybe you just don't think about it, but just look a little goofy when you have a hat on top of your car of snow and it's just flying off in pieces where i live we very much have all four seasons we have well there's four seasons everywhere but we definitely get the fair variety of weather patterns it's hot in the summer it's cold in the winter it snows in the early part of the year it's humid and sticky in the middle of the summer But as I said yesterday, the best marker of the winter season for me is the snow. Because it doesn't snow super often here, but when it does, and when it snows a fair amount, it just really highlights the season. I was in a pretty crappy mood when I first got up and went about the things that I had to do today that kept me from doing this. And that spiral is so easy to go down, but it's all in your head. I don't want to say no matter what you're going through because there's a lot of terrible bad things that you can go through that's really not in your head. It's like objectively pretty rough, but the experience of going through things is very much about how we see and feel things and what we tell ourselves about what life is like. I think one thing I've managed to keep at heart consistently while going through this process of the podcast is something like that living life living each day like your last not quite because you know again I defy that I'm gonna have a tomorrow until I don't have any more tomorrows and when I don't have another tomorrow I'm not gonna know because that was the last day right so as rough or bad or as uncomfortable as it can be it always has the potential to get at least a little bit better 
I'm on my way to grab some food and run a couple errands and it's a sunny day with blue skies and snow on the ground and that's not as bad as it felt like life was like two hours ago. So I hope I have something meaningful, meaningful to say when I get to the second half of this recording when I get back home after chowing down, getting some things done, and spending time with my favorite person. And hello again. We've eaten some food, we've cleared our sinuses, we've run a couple errands, and we've seen the outside world. And no, I didn't come up with anything really smart, cool, or insightful to say. But I have my quotes from yesterday, and of course I have the quote that has been repeated over and over again. I've seen it everywhere, I've read it a couple dozen times, or said it a couple dozen times, uh, probably every year for the last many years. But coming off of a couple days of talking about why and how the power and help of other people is important, I just feel really compelled to tie that into doing things in your own power. It's not to say that you should just sit on a raft and quit until someone happens to sail by on their gigantic boat and save you. You gotta row. And that can be hard sometimes. Pushing through and feeling like a hero feels great on a good day, but on an off day, a down day, a day where you didn't get any sleep, a day where you skipped breakfast and you don't have anything ready for lunch, and you're congested again and just feel like crap, <laughs> it's not a cute day. I'm gonna read this quote that I have used for myself, I've quoted it to other people, I've probably used it in a video or an essay or something like that before, but I guess that's just because it is meaningful to me and I know it's meaningful to a lot of other people. On April 23rd, 1910, in Paris, France, Theodore Roosevelt gave a speech called Citizenship in a Republic. A very popular excerpt from this speech is referred to as the man in the arena and is as follows. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms and great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Obviously in life we're not all men in arenas. Um, we're not even all men, <laughs> of course. But um, with whatever you're doing, we all know that the honest truth of doing a lot of things is that the process is not quite as sexy and amazing and heroic as the outcome. And similarly, a lot of the time, the outcome of what we do on a daily or weekly basis also doesn't seem all that remarkable. I had a lot of different reasons for this quote being meaningful to me in a lot of different times in my life, and admittedly, plenty of it was when I was trying to be to PR lifting weights, or I was pushing myself way too hard to do something not that impressive. But I learned quite a while ago the impact that you can have on people's lives 
through tiny, tiny things that you do, whether it was at work or just something nice that I did out in the world. Sometimes that stuff comes back to you and it means a lot more than you think. Whoever's listening to this, every single person in the world has the ability to be that man in the arena with almost anything. And we can show up and wake up every day putting in that work, doing the things that we don't want to do, doing it poorly on days when it sucks, and doing it really well on days when it comes easily. What a lot of people don't know is, well, what a lot of people don't think about, I think, is the fact that this is a small part of a much larger speech. Roosevelt continues from the end of the man in, man in the arena anecdote. He says, shame on the man of cultivated taste who permits refinement to develop into fastidiousness that unfits him for doing the rough work of a workaday world. Among the free peoples who govern themselves, there is but a small field of usefulness open for the men of cloistered life who shrink from contact with their fellows. Still less room is there for those who deride or slight what is done by those who actually bear the brunt of the day, nor yet for those others who always profess that they would like to take action if only the conditions of life were not exactly what they actually are. The man who does nothing cuts the same sordid figure in the pages of history, whether he be a cynic or fop or voluptuary. There is little use for the being whose tepid soul knows nothing of great and generous emotion, of the high pride, the stern belief, the lofty enthusiasm of the men who quell the storm and, t and ride the thunder. Well for these men if they succeed, well also, though not so well, if they fail, given only that they have nobly ventured and have put forth all their heart and strength. It is war-worn Hotspur, spent with hard fighting, he of many errors and valiant end, over whose memory we love to linger, not over the memory of a young lord who, but for the vile guns would have been a valiant soldier. Now, I can't condone every word and action of figures, writers, wise men, philosophers, and great leaders in history because they come from history and they say and do things that we wouldn't condone today. But despite this, the inspiration that comes from a speech like this, the overall point and theme of this section of the speech is that it's about what you do and that you do it well. That's what really matters. And if you can't do it well, at least do it. Try, try valiantly, fail, fail again. Even if you change, you do something different. You give up and strive at something new, at least strive. It doesn't have to be the most seemingly honorable, exciting, or impactful thing. It just matters that you pour yourself into it. It could be something that amounts to 10 minutes a day with amazing music cut over it to make it seem more interesting and more impactful. What's holding you back is likely fear. What's holding you back is likely doubt or resentment. A sinking feeling that makes you want to do less instead of more. That makes you feel as though what you're doing is worse than it is. That you don't have the energy, that you don't have the ideas or the right mindset. But that person in the arena is you when you push through and you find a way to do this thing that you need to do, that you want to do, that the world will benefit from you having done. I try really hard to describe the context in which many of the quotes that I cite here come from because context and intention is important. But a lot of this podcast isn't focused on the past or what was, but what can be, what will be, and what should be if we move forward with the right intention and the right attitude. I didn't have nearly as productive a morning as I had hoped, and knowing myself, I would have continued to try to push hard through the day having had a bad start and a bad attitude, and someone in my life intervened. Now, she intervened with 
junk food and more kind of mundane activities that, that didn't contribute directly to the things that I needed to get done today. But letting go and leaning into that and the intention of that definitely helped me to get here to read something that genuinely comes from my past and helps me push myself a little bit harder. And from the moment that this is edited and uploaded, I'll be jumping right into the next thing that I really did need to get done today. If I spend the next 10 hours working hard on the things that I have to work on, I can credit a lot of that to the kindness of someone who stepped in to do a tiny little thing that made my day a significant, a, a fair amount better. And that's kind of the point I've been trying to make over the last couple days. Whether in good times or bad, we can be struggling or striving as hard as we can to get somewhere or do something. And if every single one of us in a community was doing exactly that, and around all of that effort we were making sure to cover each other's backs and make sure that everyone was okay, it's hard to imagine a life experience that doesn't look phenomenal and growth-oriented for most people. Essentially what I'm saying is that through hard work, determination, and a small helping hand occasionally from the people around you, everyone can manage every single day to have a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find the information about the tracks that I used in the show notes. Additionally, I'll include the Man in the Arena quote in today's show notes, as well as one of the first links that I could find that includes the whole quote in it as well. You should be able to look up the name of the speech itself and find it fairly easily should you be interested. And there were a few writers and philosophers that I did want to bring up from a few days ago, so I'll try to find the time to do that in the next couple episodes. I hope that everyone listening enjoyed, and I'll catch you in the next episode.